Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this brand new episode of my podcast, Christine Means Business. And today I'm very excited because I'm not on my own, but I have a genius business coach with me. And this is Fabiola Giordani. I'm just saying it very Italian. Right. You know. And um, I'm really, really excited because Fabiola and I, we actually met in person in New York, quite a while ago. It must be three, four, maybe even more years. I'm not right. even sure. Um, and so much has changed, obviously. But what I'm really excited about is that I remember when we were at the Mastermind with Selena Sue, the question that you ask and what you're doing now, it's really you're honing and you know constantly developing your techniques that you're teaching as a business coach. So I know that everything you're doing is totally legit. So I cannot wait to pick your brain for my audience on here. But let's get to the official part first. So who is Fabiola? Fabiola Giordani is a launch strategist and business coach. She helps women entrepreneurs package their expertise into a profitable course, a guru program, and experience fun and sold out launches, which I adore versus the dreadful mind burnout driven launches. So the fun and sold out is definitely something that I really love. She has developed a simple and repeatable launch system that has grossed millions of dollars of revenue for her clients. Ding, ding. We do like that. She's on a mission to help women turn their knowledge into bankable assets and confidently sell their work. She's also been named by Huffington Post as one of the 50 must-follow women entrepreneurs in 2017 and Empire Life magazine as one of the top virtual entrepreneurial influencers and mentors. So we have someone to be reckoned with here. So I'm really excited. I always love it when people have a system that works. And before we dive into the nitty gritty, I think the main purpose that you described so accurately is that you have people listening right here. A lot of them are coaches, not business coaches, but, you know, life coaches, health coaches, you know, burnout coaches, resiliency coaches, leadership coaches. And we all have done trainings. We all have a mission. We all have something to say. And it's really, really frustrating if you get stuck. And so that's what you've saw as well. And so you started to, you know, coach, you have a lot of experience and now you have this amazing system. So the first question I have is 
What were some things that have changed along the way in terms of what you thought worked well in the beginning when you started coaching to obviously the internet has changed, things that worked in 2015, it's just not working anymore today. But what are some of the things that you found didn't, well, maybe taught a lot, especially to coaches, especially to women coaches, that you found just are just a myth. It is just not true. And that you do differently with your method. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Like, I'm so excited to share this because launching is my passion and teaching women this. But what has changed is the masculine energy that goes into launching. Oh, I, I agree. A lot of us, right? A lot of us are like in this push, 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 execute this and that. And then we end up feeling burned out and we're tired and most of us are moms or we're partners. We're some, something to someone and we have other things going on. And I remember encountering launching for the first time and it was the Jeff Walker method. And his method, as great as it sounds to most people, we don't have the whole crew to do no. the beautiful video series and all of this stuff and all the steps he's requiring you to do. And so essentially the masculine energy has changed. You now have to really go in deep and think about my lifestyle. And I talk about the different launch archetypes. So I think it's important for people to remember this because most of us are actually modeling the powerhouse launch. There's two levels to it. And so we're stuck in trying to Uh, reach what we see people are doing and we're not quite there yet. So I think what has changed has been that masculine energy that we all infuse into our work. Not that it's not important, but I think it's not the driving force anymore. And it's not until you just said it that I realized that. Like when I look back into, when I launched my business was 2015. So it's five years ago or 14 actually. So it's six years ago. And I remember Jeff Walker's like, it was one of the only blueprints, so to say that you could find at the time. And it's true that you had all these, yes, pretty much blueprints was launching was always the same. You have this schedule, you have these video series, you have this opt-in, you have all these nurture sequences, you have the stacking when you present. And it's true that everyone did it that way, male and female. And to some extent it worked because it was still online marketing was still kind of a new playground in a way, but it's very true that indeed it's become such a huge playground now that you cannot just copy or mimic a certain method and think that it will work. It just won't and you will burn yourself to the ground. So you just mentioned a certain word there, an archetype. And so I'm going to shamelessly pick your brain on that because what does an archetype have to do with how we launch something? And maybe even what exactly is a launch? Like how, what are you supposed to launch? Can a launch be a one-on-one program? Does it have to be a course? Does it have to be a group program? Could launching also be something that you do forever? Does it have to be short? So maybe walk us a little bit through that. So I love launching. That is how I sell a lot of my work. When I did a lot of one-on-one work, I actually launched that. There was a period of time from like September to the end of the year, I sold out and launched my one-on-one work so that the next year I'm good to go. So you, sh- you could launch anything. Um, really what you, the, let me just break down the launch archetypes. There are four actually that I've created. It's a silent launch or the stealth launch is what I like to call it. And that's when you're launching to an exclusive group of people. For most introverts, it sounds good. You're really just building up the momentum to get people into this place, whether it's your email list, a Facebook group, wherever you want them to like, you know, connect with you further. 
and then you would open it for a short period of time. So the difference between this and that, we're not doing, you know, six weeks of promotion, right? Yes. We're literally building the momentum, getting content out there, and then moving them to that space and then letting them know they have a really short period of time to do that. So a way to do that is just doing like a wait list, for example. And while you do that, one thing I want to say, I can't not say this, is please connect with them beyond that first email because what <laughs> will happen is that they're going to forget. They're like, what is she talking about? What is she selling? So you want to build a momentum. So you do like a three-part email series with some content to engage with people. And when they're ready, and what you're doing also is you're training them to open your emails and connect mm -hmm. with you, by the way. And then when you're ready, you put it out there in a short period of time, usually anywhere from uh, two days to six days, you open the cart and boom, you can sell within that period. And that's less exhausting and you're not wanting to pull out your hair. Okay. True. The second one is the powerhouse launch, which is the most modeled one, but there are two levels. There's the micro and the macro. Okay. What we usually see is the big one, the one that's in our face, the Jeff Walker one, like we're everywhere. And people tend to, I would say launching is more of a marathon, okay? Depending mm -hmm. on what you're doing, depending on the archetype that you choose, right? And so usually you're seeing people at their sprint. They're closing the cart. They're just yes, selling yes. to get people in, right? And a lot of us are like, oh, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to just do a Facebook ad, do a webinar, send some emails, <laughs> boom, I'm a millionaire. And then it doesn't happen <laughs> and they get disappointed, right? So if you're first starting out, a micro launch is better for you because it's a little bit more inviting. It's more personal. Not that the other one isn't, but you can, you, you have a chance to make mistakes too. And you don't have to do so much. It's not the pressure of doing so much. So if you were to do, for example, a micro launch, the way I teach it is you choose one launch event to kick off your launch. You're not trying to do every single thing you see out there, right? Agreed. You're choosing what feels good to you. You can do podcast series. I've had a client actually made 60 K in six days, just selling via email. So there's a process to it. You can do some different things to build a momentum, but emails, she didn't have to do any of the things that we're taught to do. And it was fun for her. She loves to write. She loves to do video. So that was easy. So there's different ways to do that, but you have to decide what works for you. The third one is the evergreen launch, right? We all want the automated coins. Okay. Um, and so I love it and I teach it very well. But one thing I have to tell people is don't try to automate anything that you haven't actually launched out there. Yes. No one knows what it is, right? No one knows what it is. And now you're like, listen, I'm not going to be available for you. I'm not going to, you know, connect with you. Just buy this. And it's not impossible to sell an automated uh, product or digital product um, through a sequence. But what makes it convert the best is that you have data. I'm, I love data. I'm a nerd that way. And I want to see what works. So if you do a couple mm -hmm. of live launches, you know, okay, these emails converted really well and this kind of copy and maybe this strategy works, you know, then you can infuse it into an, an actual evergreen process. But I think a lot of people are like, I want to do an evergreen launch and I don't want to be bothered with human beings. Well, then you shouldn't be in business, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, I kind of am the same way in the right. way that I do have my funnels all set up, but I'm also constantly creating content though, fresh content, you know, in a way, but I do agree with people. I don't, I love my people, <laughs> but I'm not a people lover in general, but it's true. You do have to speak to those that you want to right. have in your network. And how are you supposed to know what resonates with them? If you don't kiss a couple of frogs along the way to be true, to be honest, you know, and just hone down on your messaging. Right. And I truly believe that. And I'm the same way. And the last one is the high end launch. This is where you're selling a high-end program where I did, remember I told you September till the end of the year, I will sell my high-end services. And so um, that's a little bit more refined. You don't have to do all of the things that you do for a course or a program launch. And I, 
I'm saying all the things not to make you feel like, oh my gosh, it's going to be a lot of work. It's not, I promise. <laughs> but um, there are additional steps that you're taking when you're selling to high end. When you're selling high end, you know this, like people have a specific problem they want solved and they know you can do it. They have a conversation and boom. And sometimes yeah. you don't have to talk to people on the phone, but there's a different process for it. So I think a lot of people think, okay, some people, I've heard this where people say, well, I'm going to sell my course or program the way I sell my one-on-one work and it doesn't work. And they feel exhausted because now they're talking to a million people who keep saying no, right? Yeah. Um, and then, or they're, you know, trying to, uh, you know, mimic just the same process they would do for a course or a program into a high-end launch. And they're like, no one bought on my webinar. I said it was $10,000. My client <laughs> bought it last week. Why aren't they getting, you know what I mean? Like there's a different way to do things. And so those are the four launch archetypes that I think people really need to pick. So you have to decide where do you fall in that spectrum and what, Really, with launching, you asked me what launching is, essentially. It's just basically getting yourself out there and making your product or service known. Like, you want to be in front of people, and it should be doing three things for you. Building your brand recognition, right? We want to do that. Building your community, and obviously making sales. You should mm -hmm. do all three of these things. And if it's only doing just one or two, then something's wrong. Because what happens when someone, really, when someone <laughs> goes in through your launch process or your funnel, right, and maybe um, a few people buy and those who don't, and they're really not connecting with you, the brand awareness, they're not oh. going to come back or bring a friend, you know? No. Right. Right. And so those things need to be in place first. I love that. And it's what I teach when I use the impact with integrity method. The first thing you have to do is know who you are, what your values are, who you actually want to work with. And it's what's freaking people out because it's kind of an afterthought for most whole branding and niching thing. And for me, it's the absolute crucial foundation. If you don't know that, there's no way that any launch you will do will work because your messaging will be off. You're the people won't know who you are, then they might get on the phone with you and you're totally different from what you put out there because maybe you thought, you know, that kind of content works for the people I like to work with, but it's not who you are, right? So there's, that's definitely the foundation. So I love these three of no, four archetype it was. So how do, how, how do you teach people that though? So how, what do people do when they get into working with you? What does that look like? So we do an assessment in terms of basically you choose the archetype based on your lifestyle, right? Uh -huh. the energy you want to put in the budget that you have you know what i mean because if you choose a powerhouse launch and you're choosing the macro level just know that the people in your feed are spending thousands on ads that's for example a question that i have because i think most people that i work with they have a kind of budget but a lot of them are also a little bit disillusioned because they invested before so they're a little bit right. more cautious so what would you advise them well first decide on where do you where you fall like i'm a mom of two so I fall in between um, the powerhouse launch, but I don't do a lot. I do a lot of um, silent launches because it makes me feel good right where I am right now, right? I just mm -hmm. have a toddler. I moved and I'm like, I don't have the space for all this stuff, right? I know. Um, and so for, for most people, I think it's just deciding, um, I always say this, your work is going to transfer, transform someone's life. And yeah. They may hire someone else and hear the same thing, but they won't hear it until they hear it from you. So your decision is based on, how big do you want to go? How many people do you want to impact, honestly? And if you've invested, for example, in Facebook ads and it just sucked, then I want to encourage you to go out there and learn a little bit more. Because we just because we tried something, we weren't really knowledgeable about it, doesn't mean we shouldn't do it again. So educate yeah. yourself. And I'm sure you, you teach your students this, your clients this, to go back in and educate themselves and try. So when you're choosing your budget, 
just don't go overboard test yeah. it out test the waters and then increase it from there but i think it's all about choosing like who you are like you said where you are in life and how many people do you really want to impact like I've I had, heard, right i've heard clients tell me all this time like i've all the time that i've heard this before but the way you say it and how you formulate it and how you put it in front of me it makes sense it's all connecting it's magic and so yeah. i think it's important for us to remember that we're not doing this for us we're doing it for them i agree now one thing that i noticed that a lot of people who follow me are asking me is especially when i talk about email marketing they're like okay i understand i get it how do i make my list grow and the reason why i'm saying that is because i think a lot of of people are afraid that if they don't have a big email list or a big following that a launch is just not even working for them so they kind of dabble along do different things and I mean a full-on launch is maybe not something for everyone which is why I'm so excited about the silent launch which is totally my thing or the high-end launch which is even more my thing right so what would you say is your take on that belief that a lot of people have in terms of they're kind of stuck in a way that the email list is not huge, but at the same time, they also have a little bit of experience. They know how to put a content out there. So they're stuck in between that go really big, but maybe actually being a little bit smarter and more focused on smaller launches might be the right thing for them. So I would love for you to talk a little bit more about these two types because I personally have not heard a lot about them. So I'd love to dive into that a little bit more, especially if you are a coach. Right. So the thing, I want to share a story with you because I think it's important for your audience to know. My first launch, I like to call it launch zero. It doesn't get the title of the first launch because it sucked. Okay. So, <laughs> I basically was following the model. I did everything under the sun. I sent the emails, I did the videos and I had discovery calls because remember I was, and it was priced very low. Okay. My program was priced very, very low. I was giving the kitchen sink, everything in it. And, um, I had discovery calls on Anyways, one of the ladies who said she was going to go for it didn't, and I'm not one to shy away from feedback. I said, hey, I emailed her. I said, I saw that you went with another coach who was $10,000, by the way. Um, that's cool. I'm happy to hear that. Um, can you let me know why you didn't join? And so she told me it was because I was offering everything under the sun, and the price was low, and it just didn't feel like it's the right fit right now, even though she was excited on the phone, okay? Um, and so what that taught me was that I was doing things out of alignment. I was thinking like, I need to do this. I have to have this big list, all of this stuff to get to where I needed to go. And years later, I hired a coach who was like, dude, you have to launch a program because you're exhausted. You're burned out. You got to do this. And what I found in that first official launch is that my list was $489 and I banked 23K in 15 days. Oh my God, that is amazing. Right? And so what I did that was different though, I didn't do any of that crap. I literally had my phone, a bottle of water and some landing pages and they weren't even full landing pages. Like, hey, just give me your email. So it was back in the day of Periscope. I would just, I was Periscope anyways. And so when she mentioned that, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to sell something in a group. Cause I was doing fine selling high end stuff. Like <laughs> the first launch sucks so bad. I don't know if I can really do this. My heart. I know it's like traumatized for life. Right. Yeah. I was like, no, honey, I can't. So finally <laughs> I got over myself because I was really tired. And like most of us, we started our business to be with the ones we love and for ourselves, of course. But I was like, I'm not spending time with my kids. Let's do this. All I did, I did not have a sales page. I didn't have a big list. I literally showed up and taught content and not every piece of content was like, here's how to do something. Cause I think a lot of us do that. 
And then people are like, oop, I don't need anything. I'm not buying it. But I connected with my audience. I just set a schedule. Where I did a five-part live stream because that's all I had at the time. I did the live stream. I kept moving people into, it was really a silent launch, moving them into an exclusive email list. And then I just emailed them. And that was it. I emailed them every day for the, the five days of the live stream. And then I continued to email them up until the cart closes, which was another week later. And I, um, well, 15 days I did this. And so I actually was able to get results because I just showed up and was confident and was just like, listen, I know what I'm teaching works. Look at my clients who are getting these results. I would love to teach you the same thing. And I wasn't worried about like, oh my gosh, I need to have like everything pretty. In fact, I had, a, I built a sales page on the last day and people, <laughs> people were buying already prior to literally, I was like, Hey, you can PayPal me here. Okay. Yes. Exactly. So a lot of us get stuck in the way, like everything needs to be perfect and pretty. I need to have this major list. And really what, what I learned from this is one, you want to consistently connect with people. And it doesn't mean you have to email them every day or every week, but if you are putting content, make sure it's juicy, make sure it connects, make sure it moves people into action. I agree. Right. And the second thing you want to avoid is putting everything in email. What I did was I didn't blog, but I moved people out of it. You have to click here to learn this. You have to click here to watch this Periscope. And so that taught them, I'm all about teaching people to take action. And that taught them to actually open and take action. And that really helped. But um, also it's just, remember, what do you want to do? Like, I literally didn't have the time to build all this stuff. I didn't even have a team yet. I was just like, let's do this. And people were like, I love this. Let's get on this program. And let me tell you, okay, my clients always get results, but these ladies got the best of the best of the best of the best because I was all in. Even when I was teaching the class, I didn't have any content prepared. All I knew was a schedule of what I wanted to teach. And then I co-created with them. Like I didn't have this whole thing planned out where everything was perfect. I think your first few launches, you have to be willing to make mistakes Agreed. and be willing to fall flat on your face, even though it hurts and get back up. Okay. I totally agree on this. I totally Totally okay. And it's so funny because at the moment I'm doing a, I, well, it's actually a silent launch. I just realized <laughs> it is. And it's a really super high end one-on-one -on -one thing that is just invitation only. But it's true. If you do take that action, if you don't get stuck and if you actually reach out to what you already have, I made 24K in two days, right? Okay. So it's like, it, it's things that I think a lot of people are just paralyzed because they do still have that phenomenon of huge numbers. So hearing someone like you say that and explaining how you did it, it makes total sense. And don't forget, people get on your email list because they are ready to being sold to. That is already a huge, huge, huge show of hands. If anybody in this day and age joins your email list, they are hot, 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 hot. <laughs> like seriously. You cannot say it differently. So right. I really, really, really enjoy that. So you had your emails that you sent them to. So basically, I guess you did a Periscope and then they would watch it and you would tell them to go to Nopton and have a regular email sequence, I reckon. So I had them go into my list and I had a freebie at the time. I can't remember the name of it, but it was something related to the program. That's another thing I want to share is that whatever freebie you have right now based on your launch, it needs to be based on your program. It can't be like a general thing uh, because it's yeah. not specific enough and then you're getting people who aren't really ready. PDFs sure. are a great conversion. Listen, they bring in the right people because it gives them a quick win and they don't have to sit and watch something and they can just take a look at it, take the action and keep it moving. Agreed. And so I sent them to grab the PDF and that was really helpful. And so I didn't have the perfect sequence. It was literally three emails. The welcome was really juicy because I believe that that's their first interaction. They may not open anything else. 
you better make it good. Yeah, hey, and people were like, hey, girl, grab the freebie, have a nice life. And I was like, you didn't even try to tell me. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so that's a missed opportunity people have. And then I also provided content. So it was like past periscopes. I didn't, I told you, I didn't create anything new past periscopes. And I was like, listen, this is juicy for this funnel. Put that in there, click and watch. And I didn't embed anything. I just let them go in and watch it. Mm -hmm. um, also, I made my periscopes exclusive. So if you wanted them, if you don't have a, let's say you do a live stream series, you don't have a freebie, just take it down and make sure that they opt in to actually watch the replay. Those are some ways that you can, you know, build momentum without having to do a bunch of things. And just repurpose. I love this because I know that the people here, they, they're listening, they have tons of things already. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to block out six months to, right. you know, create your launch. You can literally wing this in a couple right. of weeks and just play as you go along. It won't hurt you one bit. It might make you tons of money though, right? <laughs> so I love that. Now, if we shift over to the high-end one-on-one, I love this idea and I'll probably steal that for you because I've actually just done my 90-day plan today. And so I have in the next two months focused on something and then it's basically the last three months of the year or four that I have left. And it's exactly what I wrote into my schedule. It's actually opening up a couple of spots for one-on-one -on -one clients. So I'm just shamelessly going to ask you how you do your high-end launch if you do that at the last quarter of the year. Because one of the things I preach is that you should have pricing and packages that allows you to live comfortably easily that isn't going to burn you out. So a very, very teeny tiny, but a rule of thumb that I have is that your VIP package should be able to pay all the bills or not the bills necessarily, but the budget for one month. Mm -hmm. And if you've been following me a little bit, you know that my monthly budget actually includes everything of the year, including Christmas gifts, including yearly car insurance. Everything is divided up into a monthly kind of, number which you base your pricing and packaging on because you need to make a living so for me i usually say your vip should be you should be able to only sell one vip and be able to have all your expenses covered so that's why i really insist that my clients have at least the option to sell that and have it at least developed in order to make money fast right because you only need one instead of selling 20 or 50 you know so that fits in perfectly with a high-end launch. So how, what can I imagine behind that? There's different ways to do this. And I love that you're teaching this because a lot of coaches aren't and they're not, oh, no. they're price how you feel. That's another topic for another day. But <laughs> you're teaching this because it's like, this is your career. Why are you undercharging? Anywho, getting off the soapbox. But um, what you would do, there's different ways to do this. Again, it's back to how you want to show up confidently. So I love video, but I never, I didn't always love video. I cried my first four YouTube videos, which are now hidden because they were terrible. But like, I was not this girl. I'm very introverted. My energy gets drained. So like, I just can't. So I, you have to choose the avenue that works best for you. Of course, I encourage you to do video if you can. There's different ways to do this. So um, I've done several different ones. I'm going to give you two examples that I think really works. Uh, the first one is you warm up your audience with an email sequence. Teach encourage, love on them. And then remember to also seed in your emails. Make sure you're mentioning your one-on-one -on -one work or whatever you're going to sell. Mention um, you know, testimonials and case studies. I feel like a lot of people let their testimonials collect digital dust, which gets on my last nerves because 
the people loved working with you. Like they got results. You need to show this is not you showing off. I think women struggle with that. I've been in a lot of men's like email sequences, like, look at my client, Joey. He made something. And it's just a regular email. And here we are afraid. But anyways, you would choose the first one would be in a warming sequence where you warm them up. And then you could do an invitation call if you want, if you don't want to have a bunch of like different discovery calls. But this invitation call is not what they teach online where it's like, you know, teach all this stuff and then offer them a free call. Be honest, be open. I'm a mom. Yeah. Oh, I'm all about transparency. And right. like, that's bullshit. Just you're right. in business. They know. <laughs> I exactly. Mean. And it's like, listen, so you just, you can do this invitation call, let them know, like, this is what I teach is what I do. Here are my clients show testimonials. Please don't let them collect digital dust and then do an invitation, but be very clear in your invitation. I had a funnel last year that basically said in the um, pitch was like, if you're this, if you're this place in your life, do not sign up. If you've never made this kind of money, don't sign up. I just don't want to waste my time. And then I let them know if, you, if you're not comfortable giving the figure, at least let them know if it's a four figure, five figure investment yeah. and let them know to do that. Now, one thing I want to share with you, I have to share these goodies because I think it's important. When you do that kind of soft launch, I want you to make sure you have some prep things created like uh, a video because if the person on the phone says, I want to speak to my partner in your sequence, when they sign up for your calendar, send them their, their confirmation. And then the next email before their uh, conversation with you, make sure there's an email in there that either to do one or two things. It's going to address objections. One, it has to have like, here's what my clients, you can write whatever you want, but here's my results. Like I'm going to get on this phone with you. I'm a badass. I'm going to quote you this price. Don't doubt me. Okay. <laughs> don't mind the, the art that my daughter left for, for us yesterday. Uh, don't doubt me. Right. <laughs> and then secondly, you can do a quick video for, Hey, if you have to discuss investing in your business with your partner or yourself, this is a video that you can show him talking about what I do and what, whatever it is. You can create a short video voice over your face. It doesn't matter. You could do all slides of your client testimony. It's up to you. But it's just basically um, hitting these objections. Like I did my homework, so don't get on this phone with me wasting my time. Okay. So that's really worked for me because when I was selling a mastermind during Christmas, people were like, girl, no one's going to buy. They're buying gifts. And I was like, watch me. Okay. 120K in five weeks because I did this prep work and I was like, I put that energy out there that I want to work with women who want to invest in themselves. Some women got their partners to pay for them for the year, you know, to be a part of it. Some of them just like, I'm doing this for me. And they got incredible results. And so it's not about when you're selling, you just want to make sure you're doing some of these small different things. But then people are like, I need to do a webinar and do all of this. No, email, invite call, right. And you don't even have to do this invite call live. You can pre-record it if you want. Like my kids are always running around. Like they're with my mom right now. That's why there's quiet. Okay. So <laughs> invite, invite video, and then make sure you were letting them know, uh, addressing these objections up front, so that when you're on the call, you're getting on the call with someone who's ready. And one Thanks. last thing I'll say this is I make sure that in my sequence, I will say, if you decide to cancel this call for any reason, I, outside of an emergency, do not book again. Cause you're wasting my oh, time. Oh, I do that too. Like my people don't get a second rescheduling. Like, um, right. especially with, like with the new business, it's a little bit different. With Sleep Like a Boss, I'm very clear. I'm just taking VIP clients for anything out. Here's a team sales page or my, I have a team now, kind of a franchise who take on private clients at a lower price. I cannot be bothered. I'm just like, no, either you pay me 10K or I'm not even going to get on the phone with you. And it's just, it's just what I want, you know, and I do have another alternative. So for, for anyone else, it would be go to a different coach. 
to right. me, I'm lucky because I have my team, but I'm very straightforward with this too. And I think it's important for us to be, I think if we look in the industry, the men do not have a problem doing this. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just this, this money feeling. It's like, oh, I'm greedy. It means that for women, I find the biggest mental objection that they have is that they are worried of discriminating. Right. You know, they're like, oh, but not everyone can afford it. That's mean of me. And it's not because, you know, they will never be able to afford it if they don't finally invest in having someone truly, truly being able to help them. And right. how one thing that I teach my clients, for example, is that the goal that I give them is that we, I teach them numbers and finances and just calculate the profit margin and tell them, you know, once you've sold that many, your profit margin is this high that you can give away a scholarship to someone who really deserves it. So having them work towards that goal of having scholarships works really well. So I find if you have this internal block of money mindset block, I really like to put this as one of the goal making sure that every profit that you do with every sale, which you should always be doing, if you haven't read profit first, you should. Right. Then you can put that aside for scholarships or for half scholarships, whatever you want to do. And that is the way to do business. Right. And I love that you said that there's a difference between your ministry and your business. Um, that's yeah. another topic for another day, but just a reminder to anyone who's like, yeah, that sounds like a lot, but there's a difference. Um, I love that you took that because I think a lot of us don't understand the clarity around numbers when it comes to our money. And so, especially when we're doing launches, we're like, <laughs> I really just want five people. But then we're like chickening out when it comes to getting those five people. Like, oh, I sent enough emails. I'm bothering people. Oh, I'm doing this. And it's like, no, go hard for what you want. So I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to share the second one that you can do for high launch. I think it's important for us to like have options. Um, the other one is a webinar. So you can do a webinar however you want to do it. I think one thing I want to say is I had a client who was like, I don't like slides. I'm like, dude, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that person who's going to be like, go ahead and do a bunch of slides. No. In that webinar, she did a slide one. She's like, I'm going to try because, you know, I'm paying. I'm like, no, I'm telling you, do a face-to-face. -face. She didn't listen. She did it. It converted this much, right? Just a little bit. <laughs> and I was like, dude, can you just do what feels good to you? So she did a face-to-face -face conversation video um sold out like she just kept getting sales it was evergreen when she just kept getting sales i'm like you have to do what feels good to you so exactly. right i'm not a slides person it depends on what i teach if i teach a masterclass, yes if i want to get my message across i'm not going to use fucking slides i mean no right. <laughs> right. show up as you are and have fun like it's okay who's going to judge you the people who love you and want to pay you will not care like exactly. they're gonna be like, this woman is dope. Like I just love everything about her. Like let's be in her circle a little bit more. Um, and so you can do a masterclass or a webinar, whatever you want to call it. But the important thing to remember is the follow-up is that you are not just doing, again, the same thing with the invitation call. You're teaching something though. And you're being very clear. This webinar is not like the ones you've seen online. Like I'm going to give you a free call. And then you get a bunch of people book calls and it's like, I'm booked. And then no one buys like, Oh honey, what happened? Exactly. Um, right. And so be upfront, let them know this is, I'm opening up. And one thing you want to say, you want to do in each of these is make sure you add smart scarcity. Let them know it's not open forever. Let them know that your coaching um, availability is short. Like, don't be afraid to be like, listen, I'm taking five clients. I'm only going to do this for X amount of time and that's it. And so just do that webinar. But what I want to say is choose the avenue, whichever webinar style works for you. I think that's a big thing a lot of us uh, miss. And I've had webinars with my toddlers running in the background <laughs> doing the most embarrassing things because we moved here. I was like, I want an apartment. Yeah. 
and then pandemic happened. But um, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> like you have to decide what works best for you. But I think doing a well thought out webinar, just teaching the framework. And let me just be clear, do not show them the how. Just a big mistake people do is like, I'm gonna teach you everything and then no one buy. So just give them the high level overview of what it is that you're gonna teach showcase your testimonials and then let them know straight up and i think that really worked for um, a lot of my one-on-one -on -one coaching that i was feeling because people were like okay she's straightforward i like her let's do this you know yeah, um and obviously if you want to do the applications do the exact same thing you did in the first version which is making sure you address those objections in those emails and that's it it's pretty simple it is pretty simple i really think if you're straightforward if you do the work and get people to actually know who you are, meaning putting out content, booking right. podcasts, you know, making sure that you're visible, that everyone who raised their hand to be in your network is golden, right? So I totally think it, it can be absolutely done. And I do love it if you have your one-on-ones, for example, you can't take on more than a certain amount of people. Like I can never work with more than three people at a time. It just drains me, you know? So be mindful of that. So that would be my other question though. When you do launch over a quarter and it's basically to fill your seats or knowing that, you know, you're good for the next year, would that be for your one-on-one -on -one services and how many clients would you take on basically for how long of a time? So past Fabi was over the moon with, I'm getting clients. This is working. So I would get a lot of one-on-one <laughs> -on -one clients. I don't recommend that at all. Again, your lifestyle and what you want to do. Um, but for me, that period was high end. So it was from September to the end of the year for all of my high end work, including my mastermind, which I no longer have. Thank God I'm happy. Um, and my one-on-one -on -one work. So now my coaching is 90 days. I'm clear mm -hmm. on that. I feel confident. I'm not trying to model anybody else. I'm happy. Um, so choose what model, um, the size or time frame works for you. And a lot of people have paid to get on a wait list. Listen, <laughs> it's okay to not start right away. I think a lot of us think like they pay and now I have to go in and we have to coach right away. And some yeah. people are not ready anyways. And there's prep work to be done. I am the queen of getting clear on what you want so that we can just get to work. I don't have the time. You don't have the time. And so I think it's just about deciding like how long is your program and you don't have to do the entire quarter. It can just be a few months. And one thing I would say though, if you are doing that is that would be the only thing that you're selling at the time because it confuses people and you yes. want them to just really focus on that particular thing. Like, Oh, can I work with you somewhere else? Nope. It's not open right now. This is it. And that's what made it work for me because I wasn't selling anything else. So it was like, um, yeah. selling one-on-one -on -one coaching and letting them know I'm booking out for the year. Okay. Then I went to my mastermind, which was towards Christmas and everybody was like, this is crazy. You're nuts. <laughs> yeah, no. And I think that's what we're doing right now. I have a mastermind together with Kendra Perry and we're running it for a year and it's a long, long time. So we've decided we're not going to do that again. We're just going to do 90 days when we open up again for next year, maybe two a year, maybe, you know, maybe three, but I think we're probably going to do two a year for 90 days, like quick and boot campy style, the way that we do our thing. But I, I agree, it's just, it's going, it's ridiculous otherwise, you won't be able to manage it, it's just too much work. But yeah. I do also like opening one-on-one -on -one spots for your clients just once a, week, once a year, because I do have my high-end programs, which run twice, three times a year, which is basically travel experiences, and it's by invite only, we discover the world together with a small group of entrepreneurs. 
and literally traveling the world, which is just amazing. That's basically covering all my bills. So I don't necessarily need private clients, but I do like the idea. And I, I would recommend everyone has a system like this, to be honest, because it allows you to just have a relaxed life, you know, and have a good income. But I do like the idea of having a quarter launch just for to fill out six months of private client work and then be done, you know? So this is very enticing, my dear friend. <laughs> right? It's sexy because I'm like, I don't, I, now I don't take a lot of one-on-one clients, but I'm like, I did not like the idea of having monthly trying to figure out, oh my gosh, I need to fill my spots. Like it's yes. not, not healthy. It doesn't help. I agree. And that's something that I just don't like ever doing. Like I just don't ever need, want to have that feeling that I need to fill Right. Or anything like that. It's not what we want. That's not why we play this game. Right? right. So yeah. I love this. Like you are so generous with your knowledge. I'm blown away. Like I know you're a superstar. So for everyone who hasn't had Fabiola on her on their radar yet, here are the different links that you can use to follow and stalk her, which I would totally definitely recommend you doing so on instagram her handle is fabiola.giordani so g-i-o-d-a-n-i if you're on facebook you can look for coach fabiola giordani and then you also have a wonderful gift for us on your website so it's www.fabiolagiordani.com forward slash launch playbook so tell us very quickly what is the launch playbook Oh my gosh, it's a compilation of eight years of goodness. But <laughs> I basically, I'm putting, uh, I put together this playbook that just walks you through the process of a launch that works for you. And then at the end, there is a um, checklist that you can go through. Actually, not a checklist, a planner that you can actually literally step by step plan out your launch. It's super simple. And it makes your life so much easier. And it comes with a video. <laughs> It's too much goodness. Well, thank you so much. We'll have the link in the show notes as well. So don't worry if you just missed the URL here. Bless you. I don't know if you heard that ginormous sneeze. So there we go. <laughs> but thank you, Fabiola, so much for being here today. I mean, it's so funny because we haven't talked in years. And yet it is like, it was just yesterday. It's just, right. I'm eternally grateful for all this wisdom. I cannot wait to promote the hell out of this episode. It's going to be fantastic. So thank you so, so much, everyone. If you totally resonate with Fabiola and if you think I need to work with this woman, I highly encourage you to get in touch. I honestly have the biggest belief that you know immediately who you should work with, who your vibe is driving with. And so if Fabiola is your girl, I can totally vouch for her. So oh. thank you so much for being on here. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. I love <laughs> connecting with you again. Me too. All right, everyone. And for the rest of you, if you learned one useful thing today, then please go to iTunes and leave us a wonderful, beautiful review. And um, I'll be back in a couple of weeks time with a solo episode on no idea what we will see. I haven't planned that out yet. Probably PR. And then in uh, four weeks time, I'll be back with a guest. So talk to you soon and take care, everyone. 
right and here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.